I've just been watching a sort of documentary. I don't know if you call it. I'm sure it is. It's a doc, It's a film. It's a film um, about, I believe, the recording of Elbow's latest album. If you don't know Elbow, they are a Manchester-based sort of musician's band. It sounds like a silly thing to say, but you know... You know, like a musician's music, musician, I think. I think it would be fair to say. Uh, their music can be subtle and not necessarily challenging or, or complex. Well, complex without being overcomplicated. Um, it's, it's, it's smart. It's smart music, as in, yeah, well, you know, well written, well considered, but without being snobby. I think would be fair to say. Um, and this is their was it a ninth album? And I've only got two of them because uh, they went big. I'd, I'd known about them for for years, but they went big. They had a big album in two thousand and eight. Uh, seldom seen kid. I think that was actually the name of the album. Uh, had tracks like Grounds for Divorce. Um, I've been working on a cocktail called Grounds for Divorce. And um, a, a song which you will probably have heard, even if you haven't heard of Elbow, or if you don't associate it with Elbow. Um, it's actually called um, A Day Like This, something like that. Um and it's it, that one's quite um that one was their their big that was their their sort of big number uh and then a couple of years later they came out with build a rocket boy or is that just one of the name of the songs uh and that's got a song on it called open arms which is a wonderful song i think it's it's one of those that it's not like one of my favourite songs, but it it encapsulates 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 something. A kind of love and warmth and acceptance that feels very English or, or British. Um it feels very northern English. Um and that can extend to where I'm from, which is slightly south of that. A kind of quiet, you know, uh, the kind of love that's not always expressed in the in those kinds of words, but is absolutely there. You're alone to yourself, and you don't suffer dreamers. Neither should you walk the earth alone. So with finger rolls and folding chairs and a volley of streamers we will be there with tweaks and repairs should you come back home. That's the right key, but it's, you know, that's not how Guy Garvey sings it. I'm very wistful today, aren't I? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't normally sing on podcasts. <laughs> it's not a thing that I normally do, but hey-ho. It's obviously got me got me in that mood. 
And one of the things that I like a lot about Guy Garvey, and it's something that I wish... It's something that I would consciously like to adopt because it's something that, as a bigger gentleman, as a bigger, hairy gentleman, (laughs) he... You know, someone's described me before as perhaps looking a certain way and then that person realising that I'm I'm quite gentle. And I like that. I don't necessarily like the looking a certain way, you know, to, to perhaps look a bit threatening or whatever. I don't I don't go for that. Um But I certainly appreciate being thought of as gentle. And there's also a calmness about about someone who's, I think maybe you reach a certain age and certain slings and arrows, it's like, it's not that they don't hit you, it's just that you've seen them before. And it's like, yeah, I, 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 I can navigate this situation. And there's just that there's a peace there. And I'm sure it's not there all the time, but yeah, the sort of that big gentle bear energy is something that I, every time I see him, I just think that is, I, 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 I want to aspire to that or I do aspire to that. You know, I did my heart's in the same place. It's just, I think sometimes um, I'm not as calm as I would like to be. I would definitely like more calmness in my life, just in my demeanour. And I think that's I think that's doable. I think that's an attainable thing. Uh it may be something with practice, and I think with with the practice it, it stops being Oh, I've drifted way off mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> Closing my eyes. I talked about this with I ran on this workshop that I ran yesterday. I talked about my propensity when I do this show to close my eyes. And to drift off mic. Um, thank you for not pointing it out. I appreciate it. I think if you strive for that calmness, it stops just being an act. And it just becomes, you know, it's it, fake it till you make it, if you like, for want of a better phrase. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, if, I, were, if I were going to really... Mirror Guy Garvey, then I'd, I'd I'd pitch my voice down a little bit like this, and I'd bring on a bit of the of the you know sometimes when I do listen to his songs, I do occasionally sing in the accent. That has happened before, and it's quite nice, you know. <laughs> yes, he's a very charming man to listen to. He, I don't know if he still has uh, a radio show on Six Music, but I think he did for a while, and it was. It would be quite charming to listen to him. So that's Guy Garvey. <laughs> I love singing in, accent, in accents. Uh, I've mentioned this before. Uh, I mentioned this on a podcast last year and the person didn't really understand what I was talking about because they were a young person and they thought that Maximo Park was an old band. And like, oh no, I know they were big in 2005 or whatever, but I still think of them as not necessarily a new band, but you know, I'm not ready to, put them into the vintage oldies just yet um but that all of all of their songs um are sung 
by a man from the northeast of England. And um, I'm trying to think of a good example that I could do with the accent, but I, I don't. I don't think I could do it now because um, a good example is not coming to mind. But their stuff often often pops into my head. Um, good songs. They're another band that's where elbow is that the lyrics are con- contemplative a lot of the time. Maximo parks tend to be, or Maximo parks tend to be the lyrics are the thing that sort of drives, drives the songs more than the, the musicality, I would think. And they're quite smart. Um, yeah, but it was lovely watching this documentary. I only, I only caught maybe the, the back half of it as I was flipping through channels. Um, It was on Sky Arts, and it it was just a a lovely... It was just so lovely. (laughs) Because you've got these guys who've known each other for 30 years. They've been in lockdown, and they've come out. They've written songs apart. So they've all written... I didn't know... I, I, I don't know that much about the band. I like them, um, but I don't know a lot about them. Um, and so, you know, I, I didn't realise how uh, collaborative it was. And that's not surprising, given the musicality within the band. Like, this is not watch me for the changes type music. Um, so hearing how they talk about how they write the songs and how they'd written them in uh, in solitude, if you like, and then come together and started playing them in the Theatre Royal in Brighton. That's I I I am, I am given to understand that they recorded it there, which feels which which seems interesting. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to to listen to the album. I'm also keen that uh, Muse has their Will of the People album coming out soon, and I would like to hear that, and I would like very much to see them live. If anyone would like to buy me a ticket to go and see them live, uh, it would be um, gratefully and graciously appreciated. <laughs> Buymeacoffee.com slash The Lighthouse FM. Um, yeah, so this is, speaking of, this is The Lighthouse, and you are very welcome to it. Hi. I shall be with you for the next you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, just having a bit of a, a bit of a natter, just, 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 uh, keeping a light on, holding a space for a bit. It's just us two with, uh, no need to come with any prior knowledge. I'm just going to have a chat at you for a bit at you. There you go. I've gone Northern already. Ah, lad. It's been a day of... So I'm coming to, I think, terms with... And, and a friend of mine helped me with this today. A word that I would normally use and did use today around this time, which was depression. And there are all sorts of things that go around with that, you know, sinking in, falling into a depression. And I think there is another word for that, and I'm not sure what it is yet, but it doesn't have to be. It can be something that you savour or not relish, but, but sort of 
kind of dig into and kind of mm, get oh get in there and, and like get in amongst it rather than try and hold it at arm's length and rather than connect it with being sad about something because it's not it's just a thing um you know there are no circumstances uh, but what happens is when you are in that kind of thing then any kind of fly in the ointment appears magnified um it's not caused by any fly in the certainly for me and i think for for a lot of people any kind of what you might call clinical depression and i'm not suggesting mine is but you get the idea is not you know it doesn't have to be caused by anything but other things that might frustrate or anger or upset or hurt you that might be small then feel like they're much bigger it's like you lose perspective and as I was reminding myself this morning, you know, when you're in a valley, you can't see the top. You can't see your way out, but it doesn't mean there isn't one. It just means, you know, the only way out is through. But rather than connect, rather than using that word depression, I think there is a... I'd like to think of it as, like, I'm especially cuddly lately. Maybe it's something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, just all huggles and squoggles and bundlings up and, and sort of... I'm sort of making a kind of protective, sort of making my body into a ball kind of shape. Not out of fear, but just out of... That's sort of how I want to be for a bit. It's just kind of all tucked up. All tucked up nice. Um, and And just sort of... Yeah, and I think what that what that can do, because I think there's a thing with with something like depression, is that you it it can almost be not exactly self fulfilling prophecy. Do you notice how I sort of I disagree with myself in you know before I've actually articulated the thing? That's the thing I do. Um, <laughs> It's it's not necessarily a sort of it's a way of putting putting this. It depression can make a certain bitterness a bit more accessible or makes it come more to the fore. If you kind of decide, if you make the choice, well, I am depressed, therefore I am going to have a thicker skin. I am going uh, sorry, a thinner skin. I'm going to it's not that I'm going to let things affect me more. It's no, I'm depressed. So therefore I've accepted that things are going to hurt more or things are going to sting and I'm going to be a little bit more spiky and a little bit more bitter. And I'm not suggesting that if you are depressed, you don't have, or that, you know, you have agency that maybe you don't feel like you have, I'm, I, you know, I'm talking about a particular type of feeling that, that is perhaps, It's it's maybe it's maybe what comes before that depression, before the depression, the, before the sinking in, or before the the acceptance of right. Okay, I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in a cuddly mode. I've obviously I need protecting. That's what it is. You know, I need at the moment I need to be taken taken care of. I'm feeling vulnerable. Maybe that's maybe that's a word vulnerable. But I don't know. But. Yeah, and then I think after a few days, that then, when it goes untreated, or it goes, if not ignored, then avoided, or you sort of batten down the hatches and and you sort of go, right, well, I guess this is what it is then. 
and then you start finding reasons that you that you can be depressed that you can allow yourself you know it's whereas actually i think how it begins is just by going right now i just need i'm just a bit cuddly at the moment that's all just a bit just a bit ugly you know <laughs> there is a word there and i hope you sort of get what i'm what i'm grasping for um Another way of thinking of it is like a hedgehog with its spines down. And then after a couple of days, if it doesn't feel safe, then the spikes, the spines come up. So maybe, maybe, a, maybe a way of thinking about it is, is hedgehog day. I'm having a few hedgehog days. Um, but it's a, it's a hedgehog down day, not a hedgehog up day. A hedgehog up day is feeling sorry for myself, spines are up, bit more defensive, that kind of thing. And it's very easy for the spines to come up when you're in hedgehog mode. But I think, right, I think some people have helped me today. I'm still in hedgehog. Um, but I'm, the spines are down now. The spines were very much up this morning. But after a couple of conversations, I think I helped. Well, I don't know. If I, I did help someone, but I feel like I did today. And then I had a, com a nourishing couple of conversations and a, and a conversation that I'd been. I'd appreciated more than I thought I would today with with a, a mentor, I would say. And so when I, yeah, someone who I haven't always appreciated all of the time lately, but who I was given to appreciate more today because I just I was reminded of what I appreciated about this person in our conversation and it was really just his this person's sort of calmness his energy um I think I was waiting to feel like I wasn't going to be heard and I didn't really have to say much and I felt I felt heard and I feel a little bit emotional now thinking about it if I'm honest so, yeah, I think I know that there are perhaps one or two among you. Perhaps you are one of those that can understand maybe, maybe not specifically the metaphor, but can kind of get what I'm, what I'm getting at here. Which is, you know, so a realization that I was having today when I was on, on one of these calls because, you know, we don't meet people anymore. We have calls. Um, so there's this thing in retail, in massive retail, this accepted norm that big supermarkets, big supermarket chains essentially know that a woman is pregnant. They can predict that a woman is pregnant before the woman knows. And apparently that they can predict that a fella's uh, female partner or a, you know a, a, a sorry a um yeah a a a partner is a female partner is pregnant um by i should explain why by by the shopping habits by what they buy they they can tell because they've got so much data and you know with things like loyalty cards they've got this data on us that they can tell through patterns, certain buying habits and shopping patterns, 
indicate, they, they have signals that this is what people do before they're pregnant. And I was given to thinking about that today when I realized for the last couple of, for the last, yeah, couple of weeks, I've been preparing for hedgehog mode and I hadn't realized it. And I think that's really interesting. I think that's true as well. I think there is, there's been a, a subtle shift that I haven't necessarily cottoned on to. You know, it's it maybe the, the, the mind, the, the, the other bit of me that isn't the one speaking right now and thinking about what he's, um, what he's going to cook tomorrow or whatever. I think there's that part of the brain that, um, I've lost that thread, that part of the brain. Well, I, th- I think, I think where I'm going here is, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a part of, me that maybe knows it needs something and it's trying to take care of me in the only way it knows how because I grew up in a household where food was and this isn't criticism this is just a this is just a statement where food was how care was shown that was and and that's continued, you know. You make food for, and this is not uncommon. You make food for for people as a sign of support, and you know there's a practical element to it, but there's also, you know, there's a reason people make homemade. You know, in 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 all the American films where they come out with those giant, um, or the the TV shows where the the, the neighbor comes around with a giant um, Pyrex oven dish filled with homemade lasagna like there's a reason it's homemade and not just as you would say store-bought um that you know there's there's a reason there because there's you know there's love in there you know there's love baked into the sheets of pasta along with all of the copious amounts of cheese Mm. um but yeah like that is how Love is, that's how we show love and care. And, and you know, it, it wasn't just my, you know, my, my mum was that, my, her sister, one of her sisters, very much like that. Um, You know, come straight in, do you want a sandwich? Do you want, you know, whatever. Can I get you something? Um, thank you. Sorry, my computer's talking to me. Um. And yeah, I don't know how much of that you pick up actually. Um, Yeah, and I and I there's 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 something in me that wonders just now really. (sighs) All right, I'm just I'll I'll go there very briefly, and then we can we can we can depart from there. Okay, but if you if one lives on one's own one has to do the taking care of oneself. And one may be taking care of other people or thinking about other people or, you know, whatever. And one may need taking care of themselves. 
not because they are um, under the weather or ill or whatever, but just because we all need an arm around us sometimes, right? And we all need someone, someone to make a cup of tea for us or to do the dishes or to whatever, just, you know, to support your life. Um, and, and, and also to notice, like, you know, someone said to me today and, and someone else actually, yeah, two people have said to me this week, either something about my body language or I'm looking tired. Um, and these are things that, you know, you sort of, you go through either thinking I'm pulling this off or, oh, right. I guess I hadn't really noticed that, you know? (laughs) Um, and but I like this idea that maybe there's parts of us that are trying to take care of, of other parts of us, you know, in the, in the only way they know how. So when I was, you know, I, I haven't done the normal weekly shop this week just because of things. Um, and so I've been to the, the, the local shop a couple of times and, you know, I've ended up buying, like, I, I, have rarely bought I usually don't buy like bars of chocolate I'd maybe buy you know like a multi-pack of of chocolate bars I'll maybe buy one once every couple of years I'm not saying I don't eat chocolate I quite happily eat chocolate and I will occasionally like buy packets of M&Ms or whatever but like in terms of buying more and more chocolate it's very rare that I do that um uh and I've been eating more chocolate recently and other sort of indulgences other kind of comfort foods or whatever, things that I just, I enjoy and I know they're definitely not so good uh, for me. Um, although, you know, I had the the rest of yesterday's curry today and it was it was really quite good. Um, even if it did come from a jar, but that's what happens when you leave something overnight. It just gets better, doesn't it? Um, so that wasn't too bad, but, you know, there's all sorts of other things. I've just eaten a lot today. I really have, and I ate quite a bit yesterday, and so, you know, I know I mentioned that yesterday as well, and I think there's just the other part of the brain or the, the other the other version that's trying to take care. It's trying to offer a hug, and I think that's useful to think about for, for any of us when we, you know, what signs can we notice that we need taking care of? Um, and what does taking what does that kind of care look like? And I think so. One of the things that's come up for me recently is people ask, like, "What do you need to get, to take care of yourself this week, or how can you take care of yourself this week?" And I always sort of shy away from, like, "Well, really, I kind of I think I just want like a giant bar of chocolate or some ice cream and to sit in front of Netflix or whatever." And I feel like I'm not allowed to say that because I know that in the long run that's not care do you know what i mean like that's that's short-term indulgence and that's a very judgmental this is very judgmental language and i always like if i heard someone else say that i'd probably say don't be so mean to yourself um so yeah taking taking care of oneself i think it's a it's a yeah, sometimes, I don't know, I'm, I'm given to reading things into words that aren't necessarily there, but that that one has sometimes felt like a, like, a, like a tricky one. But I think what's happened is, you know, my brain has done that. And I'd love to know 
if there's anything that connects with you with that, you know, do you, can you think back? Are you finding any patterns? Have you detected one? Or can you think about, oh yeah, maybe those, those dots join up. About, I tend to go like, before I get depressed, this happens. And, you know, maybe there's a cart before the horse thing that says, no, actually what happens is you decide to buy a lot of chocolate and, uh, and pastry and then you get depressed. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's the way it goes. Um, I think there are aspects of ourselves that you know, maybe know a bit more about us than we do. Um, if you know what I mean, like I can't, you know, the, the, the sort of the, the, the driver of, of this, of this ship sometimes maybe has an idea more than, more than we do as, as mere pilots who sometimes think we're in control. So, yeah, this is uh sort of free, freewheeling Friday, uh, as, as we have it here, um, where it's just you know it's 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 dealer's choice. So that's what you got today. <laughs> but I, I yeah I, I I think I'm going to take that idea forwards and and I invite you to do the same. Of perhaps thinking of those moments, those low moments that maybe last. You know I mean I I'd say I've I probably had depression for a couple of years. It feels like from about mid-2017 to uh, about March 2019, I can remember almost specifically the day it lifted. Um, and I started to get a sense of valuing myself. Uh, and a, the Chimp Paradox book helped with that, actually. That's when I started to feel... or It, it, it came around that time, and I was then starting to get a bit of a boost, and it was nice. Um... But I think in those moments we can perhaps maybe, and again, I'm not suggesting that it's quote-unquote that easy. Um, because, yeah, I've certainly been in those, in those dark, you know, those dark moments, but we, we, won't, we won't go there now because um, I don't want that. that that's, not the, that's not the energy that we, that we, that we want to bring here, but... You know, knowing that those things exist and knowing that we have those moments. I'm more talking about, yeah, the slide into those and maybe we can sort of realise, okay, I'm in Hedgehog right now. I'm in Hedgehog down. Now that I know that, I can take care of the Hedgehog. I can stroke the Hedgehog. I can feed the Hedgehog. I can figure out, you know, what does, what does he, she need right now to feel safe and to feel warm and taken care of and loved and looked after and all these things. What does the hedgehog need right now? Because if, if, if it feels like it's not getting what it needs, then the tines come up or the, the, well, the tines, spines, you know, tines are on a fork and the spines, aren't they? Spine spikes. Anyway, they, they, yeah, they come up. And then you get into that that thing where it becomes more spiky and it becomes more punchy and more sort of edgy and um, and and bitter and that's when you end up in that big funk. But I I I ask the question rather than suggest that it is possible. I ask the question: 
whether you can, yeah, notice hedgehog days. Hedgehog down days is is that those are okay days. Those are days to take care of ourselves and give us whatever we need. And try not to judge ourselves too much because it's not always easy to give ourselves what we need because sometimes what we need is rest and we might feel like we're not supposed to or not allowed to or, you know, it can be really hard to to accept that actually what you might need right now is to stop doing, is just to stop doing. Um, which is, you know, it's been a low productivity day for me today. I've sort of bimbled around, watched a bit of TV in the morning, and you know, had some calls and didn't really get into much, and that's been okay. And I feel better today. A, you know, a little bit. And and I think what I appreciate about this metaphor, and I hope, I, like I said, I hope that this resonates for you or or gives you something that ping, pings something in your brain. That I'm not saying I feel great. That's not the point. I'm not saying I had a couple of calls and everything's great now. I feel much better. No, because that's not how it works. That's not how it do. It be it don't be like that. Um, what it be like is is you're a hedgehog and you're you're bundled up and just you know you just want to stay sort of snuggled up for a bit and just you know wrap me in a blanket and you know give me cuddles. That's what I want. I'm a tiny hedgehog. <laughs> And and just take care of your tiny hedgehog. That's what I'm gonna say. When when they need it, um, when they when they pop their little their little snout up, um, you know, take care of them. And on that note, I will thank you for allowing me to um, to uh, spread this um, verbal. Um, <laughs> this verbal Nutella on the toast of your ears. Oh dear! Stick with the hedgehog metaphor, Mark. That was a lot better. I will thank you for the time that we've had. That's the end of this week. Um, what are we now? Episode thirty. I can't do maths. Episode thirty something. We've done well, you and I. I will uh, once again thank you, and I will remind you, should you need reminding. That as long as you exist, nope. <laughs> Take two. I because I've got to the point now where I don't, you know, for the first however many weeks I was reading it uh, off a thing every time, and then I got to the point where it's like, no, I think I've got this down. And every now and again, I'm like, no, I don't got this down. Anyway, as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you're entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are safe. And you are welcome. Now I sound like Sean Bean. Or two. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll see you next week. <laughs>